On this episode of the 2X e-commerce podcast show, I'm going to be talking about emotional selling and emotional buying. A lot of it is happening now. Stay tuned. Welcome to 2X e-commerce, the e-commerce marketing growth podcast where you ask questions and I, Kenei, answers them. Also hear from proven marketing growth experts who are number one or number two in specialist areas of online retail marketing. So if you work in or own an online retail business, listen in, get involved, join me and let's put some fuel to skyrocket your e-commerce growth. So on the inbound marketing strategies, how do you beat Amazon? Natural search and our search engine position is critical to the customer flow through the website. I personally would not have an account process interrupt checkout flow at all. My favorite customer lifetime value calculation is an easy one. It's your average order value times that purchase frequency times uh, your customer lifespan. I'm Kune Campbell. Let's get rolling. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the 2X e-commerce podcast show. All my listeners, all you 2Xers, welcome, welcome. Wherever you are in the world, um, just want to say, how are you? How are you doing? Hope you're selling more on your online stores or hope you're helping your clients sell more on your online stores because that's what this show is all about. And on today's episode, I would pretty much like to talk about emotional buying and the evolution of sort of selling online from needs perspective. Before I do that, if this is your first time listening to this show, just hit the subscribe button. Obviously, listen to the very end. If you're happy with it, hit the subscribe button. Leave me a review on your favorite podcast in app, probably iTunes or Stitcher, any any one of them, and let me know. Just a genuine feedback, but hit, hit, hit subscribe anyway. Right, now getting into the show, I'll start out with where I was, you know. Um, so I started my career in online marketing back in 2004. It was off the back of kind of like a university project. I, I was in university. I was one of those guys went to university and um, we worked on a company with a company and we genuinely helped them drive traffic. My team, um, we, we genuinely, it was a team of three people. There was a developer, there was a marketer, like a branding expert, and there was me. It was like a a mix of, of, of both of them really. And um, we worked with a company and we helped scale traffic back in the days. And, you know, it was kind of like we, it was perfect timing. So the company we worked with at, at the time was selling international properties, you know, all over the world in hot selling markets. So at the time, Dubai, United Arab Emirates was hot. And what we managed to do was we managed to get them to rank number one, two, three, num- between the top five spots all of the time for searches related to Dubai property, Dubai investment property and the like. And the Dubai authorities at the time were not very aware of SEO. So they were not doing SEO and we're there and they're doing a lot of marketing though. And we largely through white hat, you know, tactics, we were always ranking and we managed to grow the business really rapidly. And then I got my job and my job at the time was driving traffic off the back of intent from search, right? So I would carry out keyword research 
and um, basically understand what a market was, you know, what a market was. We, we, and then we tap into that market. And obviously that market would align with the portfolio of properties the company was selling. So it was, it was great. It was great. So we would tap into, you know, markets in, in the Far East. We did Macau. We did, um, we did China, actually. Um, we did Belize in, in the, um, in, in the, in the Caribbean. We did Grenade. We, we did loads of countries, right? Morocco, even we, we did. Egypt, we did. So it was, it was quite exciting. One market that, um, was really tough to, to, um, break through was Bulgaria because the Bulgarians kind of knew about search engines and they, they were employing lots of black hat tactics to, to make their websites rank. And there was also a huge boom in Bulgarian properties because, um, Bulgaria just joined the EU at the time. But that said, what, what I'm trying to get to is the fact that, up until I think the last three years, so 2008 right through to 2014, 2013, so good good decade, right? Marketing online has largely been, largely, not necessarily entirely, but largely been a situation where people, right, marketers are pretty much trying to match the demand of people as exemplified on search, right? With products they're marketing. Okay. So they would carry out the keyword research, look at search volume and try and rank on Google or buy, you know, um, space on Google. So it was very, very much a poor type of thing where you are there when people are looking for, you know, looking for, for your products or your services. So you, you attract, you more or less attract, you know, um, demand, you know, off the back of being there, that visibility. And if people like what they see on your website, they will transact, they'll take the next steps, right? If you make it really good. But what is happening now, right? What has happened in the last three years is there's been a tide, the tidal effect. What, what What's pretty much happened in search is, from not just an organic font, if we look at AdWords, for instance, and you look at like major competitive niches in which um, they are major, major, you know, um, top players, basically. And by top players, I mean, um, if you're in London, FTSE, you know, FTSE 250 companies. Um, if you're in the US, NYC, you know, listed companies, you know, the top, top 400, top 500, you know, companies. When those guys are chasing, you know, um, particular search, you know, search particular keywords, you know, for, for a market, it's pretty much inflated the cost of acquisition right across the board. So it's almost in some instances besides Google shopping, because Google shopping has been a really good thing for e-commerce. It's, it's really made it non-democratic for a non-funded e-commerce company to play, right? So if, for instance, you were, you know, selling, say, um, female dresses, you know, girls' dresses, you know, and um, you were quite a generalist, there's absolutely no way, if you did, if you do not have the deep funding to, 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 to compete, you know, against all of the big players. And 
what people have fast realized now is what entrepreneurs have fast realized now is they are pretty much looking for funding when they 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 they, they want to, to to get into you know um quite big markets because big markets are pretty much dominated you know by by big players basically however there's still play for one or two pure play e-tellers every now and then I wrote a blog post on, on how um, fashion e-commerce, how how SEO cannot grow your fashion e-commerce business. I mean, it should have been how fashion, how how SEO cannot cannot build your or grow your fashion e-commerce startup, right? Unless if you have funding. Anyway, so what I'm trying to say is, in the last three years, in the last three years, what what has pretty much happened is that Facebook and Instagram have created that emotive buying. There's been a very, um, very, very significant tidal shift from functional buying where I want exactly this. Do you have it from search to I, I'm just browsing. I know what I like. I know what this platform knows the kind of stuff I like. They know because they see how I engage on their platform and then they serve me things that will potentially be relevant to me. And if I don't interact with those adverts, they send, they, they further understand via artificial intelligence exactly what I like. So they know the kind of posts I would, you know, typically like. They, they know my preferences. They know where I live. They know my age. They know my my um my 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 agent they know my sex they know what schools i've been to they know what i talk about you know my interest they're able to figure a lot of things out on the platform facebook is able to figure all that out about you and with when advertisers use facebook to the to optimal you know capabilities they are then able to find people like me. So I'll just give you an example. If I I work out a lot, I I I lift. I do you know I I I work out at the gym and it's 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 largely weightlifting, right? And you know the kind of people I follow on Facebook, Simon Panda. Um, there's loads of them, Michael Rashid. So I, I, I follow these guys on Facebook and Instagram. I interact, I play their videos. I spend a bit more time on their streams, right? And off the back of spending a bit more time on their stream, Facebook is able to serve on Instagram because I don't really use Facebook, but, but Facebook is, Instagram is able to serve me ads related to that kind of stuff. So I got um, uh, an advert on, on Gymwear right? On gym wear, you know, no, no, the gym bag, sorry, a really good gym bag. And I, I, I happen to need a gym bag and I'm going to purchase, you know, off the back of Instagram. But here's, here's what's going to happen. If I remember that brand, right? The brand I'm, I'm looking at, I'm going to probably type out that brand name on um, Google, right? And what Google is, what, what what's going to turn up on the analytics of um, the the sellers, right? So the name of the bag actually is called King. They also do flask, you know, um, like protein shake flask, gym flasks. And they have this wonderful, nice looking bag. It's just called divisionbag.com and it's King. But what I'm trying to get to is um, on the analytics of these guys' websites, so divisionbag.com, 
what will happen is if I search for division bag or I just hit direct, it's not necessarily going to attribute that sale to Instagram unless if they have full attribution tracking, right? They need to understand what the customer journey would look like because most times when people discover a brand on social media, they're not necessarily going to take immediate action. They sort of save it. And that's why that save function on Instagram is like a killer feature because a lot of people are saving stuff now on Instagram and also even Facebook. So what I'm saying in, in essence is, you know, when the, 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 it's just going to sound a bit cliche, but it is so true. You know, when they say don't sell functions, you know, um, sell the value and sell the transformation, you know, what, 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 what's the transformation? What's the value of, you know, of a product? It, it really sell the experience, you know, um, which Apple do. We, we know that, um, it is really important. It's really important to, 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 to tap into the emotional, um, yeah, the emotional needs of, of people. I was speaking with um, a marketing manager for um, a food FCMG brand, which is um, a fast moving consumer goods brand. Um, it's a big, huge brand, um, several hundred millions of dollars in revenue. And she was like, she was deconstructing how they do their, um, their TV advertising. And they say she was like, um, they initially starts off with a very emotional advert with no talk about the function of any of, of the particular product. And then they follow through with four functional products. So just think about it. So think about like an, an Apple set of headphones, maybe new headphones, they, they, a new set of headphones they released to the market. Um, so they, they, this is just a use case. They could lead with um, a commercial, which pretty much says Apple, this, you know, I'm um, sorry, which pretty much says, um, which pretty much just shows freedom. You know, it just shows, you know, people being free. I'm just talking about like the AirPods, for instance. Um, so they could lead with with a commercial, which which just has sort of cuts, you know, video cuts of, you know, people, you know, that, that just free, you know, free to move because the AirPods are quite, <laughs> they're, not, they're not clingy. And then they could have like two, three other commercials, which, you know, actually talk about the, the, the features, you know, um, the, the AirPods do this, you know, the, the sound quality is th- this decibel, you know, um, yeah, they, the the wireless charging and all that kind of stuff, but to, to get the message and to, to get that brand recall, you need to, to emotionally, you know, um, tap into the subconscious of, of your target audience. And you, you could emotionally do that with, with humor, which is hit and miss, you need to 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 get um, a really humorous angle. You go really emotional from the point of view of melancholy, you know, um, and and then hope, <laughs> right? Um, you don't want to get people angry, but um, some charities do that. Um, but they uh, when they trigger these negative emotions, they they offer hope, right? But the key things, it's the key emotions you you really want to to to, to drive in your in your in your um, marketing and advertising. Basically, is humor, and you also want to um, drive across um, you know sadness, melancholy. Okay, right. So I hope this episode 
just got you thinking about how you can emotionally reach out, you know, to, to, to your, your audience, your potential customers, acquire new customers, you know, at scale. Um, yeah. Don't forget video. Uh, I'll be talking about video in, um, a subsequent um, episode until the next show, everybody to have a fantastic one. It's Kune here and I'm signing out. Bye bye to X e-commerce. So that was a wrap on this week's episode of 2X e-commerce. Remember, you can catch me every week and also send your questions and comments on Twitter using the hashtag 2XEcommerce. Keep yourself in the loop by subscribing to this podcast on iTunes or your favorite podcasting app. It only takes a few seconds and it means you'll get the most up-to-date episodes to help you grow your online store. Do have a good one till I catch you on the next show. Bye-bye.